I sure will. Good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. <laughs> One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. Man, oh man, oh man. It symbolizes just one thing to me, man. It's just a constant reminder of exactly how good God has been to me over the years. And I thank him for it, too, because I realize every day that I wake up that I would be nothing without him. That everything I am that's any good in me, I owe to him. Now, have I made some mistakes along the way? Yep. Mm-hmm. Bunches. Bunches and bunches. And will I continue to make mistakes along the way? Yep. Not as many, hopefully, as I have in the past, because a lot of stuff I know better now. But you're still going to make mistakes. Now, you know, hopefully I'll, I've limited the amount of intentional errors in my life. I've wiped quite a few of those out but from time to time because we're human we're going to make a mistake every now and then the trick with it is y'all is not to let the devil deceive you into thinking that once you make that mistake that that's it you can't do it you've fallen off the wagon you can't reboard it that's the biggest trick that he uses he makes you think that if you keep stumbling that you can't run the race um, it kind of reminds me of a marathon runner. From time to time, I watch him on TV. And you'll see some people who uh, finish the race, you know, in a, in a, in a nice uh, pace. You see people finish the race sprinting towards the finish line. But every now and then, you'll watch a marathon and you'll see a runner. And the runner is in really, really bad shape. 
and getting close to the finish line to the point where you see them fall and sometimes you see them crawling and you see the um, people, the aid people that work there trying to encourage them on. Now, they can't lift them up and walk them across the finish line because they'll be disqualified. But you see people staggering from side to side. I mean, wobbling really, really bad. Legs are completely shot. And you're thinking, man, I hope they make it and hang on. And a lot of times, almost every time I've seen this person or these people manage to somehow cross the finish line. And then the aid workers run in and, and wrap them in the aluminum foil uh, looking uh, blanket and start trying to get some water to them and get an IV in their arm and get them in an ambulance. The key is they finish the race. See, you don't get disqualified in the marathon because you stumble. You don't, they don't, they don't take your opportunity to finish the race because you keep falling. That's not the key. The key is finishing. And a lot of times what, what the devil does is he makes you think that because you keep stumbling, because you're swaying from side to side, that, you know, you out the race. Well, that's not the case. And see, and in this thing called life, let me help you understand something. Everybody falls. Nobody sprints to the tape in this one. Nobody just runs free and clear. There's some people running faster than you and all like this. And some people going to get to the end before you. Let them go ahead. And when the end come, the end come. I ain't in a rush to get to the end. But in this race, though, when you're stumbling and you're falling, it's a part of it. No one gets through this race without stumbling and falling, swaying from side to side. So don't let the... Uh, the enemy deceive you into thinking that it's over. I, I, I try to be encouraging to people because I don't want people to get stuck on this thing. You know, and my walk is very different from a lot of people's walks. And then I know a lot of people who walk it in faith the way I'm walking in faith. But my, my thing in the morning is just to remind those that it's not a perfect walk, man, that it's not something that's set up where you're going to be skipping through life scot-free without any pitfalls. You know, I keep saying it over and over and over again because, like I said, when I was in D.C., um, my boy Hondo said this to me, and it just kind of stuck with me, that the road to construct, the road to success is always under construction. You have to figure and count on the setbacks and the pitfalls, but it's those people that, that, uh, that, that, uh, that fight through will be the victors in the end. You cannot give up, man. Stop going somewhere and sitting down every time something goes down. It's going to go down. It's a part of it. It's going to happen. It's going to occur. There are going to be setbacks. If you go and sit down every time there's a setback, you, you that's not how this works. Please understand. It is designed that way. If success were easy, everybody would be successful. But success is just reserved for those who are willing to fight through, who refuse to settle for mediocrity, who want something more. Now, don't get me wrong. Success is defined by each individual. So what I may consider to be successful, you may not consider that. You know, what Bill Gates considers successful, I might not consider. What 
what Michael Jordan considers successful, I might not consider. What you consider successful, your boss might not consider. You have to define what that is for yourself. It may not be monetary at all. You know, your level of success could be tied up in community service. It could be tied up in family. It could be tied up in the church. Your level of success could be tied up in the boys clubs. It could be any number of things. Whatever your level of success is, you have to determine what that is. You And the best way to determine that is to get in touch with your maker who created you to find out what your mission and your purpose is so he can put you on track. I just had this conversation with my son and we were talking about getting on the path that God has set up for you. So many times we find ourselves fighting through life because of so much uncertainty because we have no idea where we're headed. It's like uh, one of my... uh, sayings that I have at my mentoring camp for boys is, is that a boy without a male role model is like an explorer without a map. See, if you don't have a map laid out in front of you of where you're going, when you wake up every day, that pretty much explains the feeling of confusion, the lackadaisical attitude, the the lack of purpose, the not understanding your mission because you don't have not gotten in touch with your creator to find out exactly what your path in life is. What are you supposed to be doing? The moment you can identify that is the moment that you get started waking up with purpose, with the sense of direction. When you kill the sense of, I don't know what's next or what to do. Now, there's going to be some confusing moments no matter what happens. There's going to be some uncertainty, but at least you'll know where you're going. So if you're tired of waking up feeling lost, abandoned, confused, don't know what to do, don't know what you're supposed to be doing, refer back to your maker. Because when he created you, he had a plan for you. When he created you, he had a path for you. Now, we've made some decisions to get off of both of those, the mission and the path, but God can get you right back on track. Do that today. Talk to him about it. Ask him what you're supposed to be doing. And listen, God has all the answers if you form the relationship, okay? All right, let's go. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, May I have your attention, please? This is the Steve Harvey Morning Show, and it's about to be like this here. <laughs> In case you thought, you know, we about to do something different. What's up, Shirley? Hey, Steve. Yeah, getting up in here, Carla. What's happening, Steve crew? What it is, Junior? Morning, uh, morning. Tommy, Tom. Yay, yay. Nephew Tommy, Thomas uh, uh, Miles. Yeah, all them. One, them three, all, it's three or four of them that come to work, y'all. We don't know which one we're going to get. Them three different people now. 
Oh, oh we know. We, we, oh, we know. Know. You got a lot of people going yeah, around. Oh, your this head. boy is tripolar. <laughs> oh, goodness. I can't deny it. Yeah, he a little different, y'all. It's been interesting. Oof. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Who is that person that showed when your money missing? What's his name? That's Thomas Mine. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, You've seen him. Yeah. Oh, I, oh, I've seen I, him. I was nervous for everybody in the room. <laughs> Do you say, uh, they, the promoter say they, they ain't got the money. What? <laughs> What? <laughs> no. How did he say it? <laughs> now, come on. You can do a better junior. <laughs> That's how he said it. I came back in the room. I had just started coming. Uh-huh. Tommy had taken me out on the road. I had been doing maybe about maybe a year and a half. Uh-huh. Hey, Tommy. Tommy. Mona said he ain't got the money. What we do? <laughs> what? What? Boy, stay in this room. This is the instructions he gave me. Uh-huh. Stay in this room. Mm-hmm. Don't come out till I knock on this door. It sounds like, sound like a hurricane. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was. I'm sure it was a hurricane. Man. That's probably the one thing you can't do to a stand-up, because the only reason I'm out here is for this chat. That's how we yeah. eat, man. Yeah, I, I didn't come out here just to entertain. I, I need this chat. I got some stuff I got to do back at the house. <laughs> But you know what, Steve? They used to say, they said that that's how Aretha Franklin was. She got paid in cash. That's why you see that purse when she uh-huh. hit the stage. You pay her in cash. Let me tell you something. Them old <laughs> school players, Right, exactly. They don't play that. Mm-hmm. But the uh, Queen of Soul, you wouldn't even think that about. You'd think they'd have you her You wonder money why paid. the show has not started yet. Yeah. That's the it. money has not been paid. That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was with Mays one time in the Bahamas. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. He ain't go out. He didn't go out Frankie, until he got his money. Yeah. If you don't give him his money, he perform. need to rest up. Before I walk out there. Before I walk out. Before I let go. Before I let go. Now, if I got to just take this half and go on back to the house, we got round trip tickets. We back. Yeah. Before well, I walk out. We not out. finna walk up here and start nothing. <laughs> Have somebody, you ever done that, yeah, Steve? Everybody know how to your money? Uh, no, I've only not gotten paid twice. You, have you ever held out, like waited? I mean, made the show wait. Have you ever done that? No, because the audience doesn't know. Yeah, they don't. I know. And, and so I always had to respect the crowd. Yeah, that's. So I'm always gonna go out. No, I had a guy named Paul mm-hmm. that didn't pay me. He said I just didn't make enough. I'm not paying you. Mm-hmm. And uh, JT came in there and said, "Dog," he said, "He ain't paying me." Me and Boone went in there. Uh-oh. Oh, goodness. <laughs> and that's the end of this story. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Once All you right. hit boom, it's all right. Yes. <laughs> all right, coming up at 30, 32 after the hour, guys, and trending stories, New York City is banning hot dogs and processed meats. Wow. We'll talk about it when we come back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Did you guys hear that the city of New York is banning hot dogs now? And not only hot dogs, processed meat. Okay, I'm worried, because we lived in New York a long time. Uh-huh. Yes, we did. And that's all I ate was those hot dogs off the street. And there was a certain brand. Oh, you sick as hell. <laughs> Don't tell yeah. me You that. ain't got long. Don't tell me. Well, you got, you're going to be all right, but you're going to be sick. Why are you here? Though? And then when you were little, Going your, up your uncle used to boil the hot dog soup. And give me the water out of it. Told you it was soup. Yeah, yeah. why? Well, where did you get this hot dog water? Broth. Yeah, and yeah, he got crackers. Yeah. He told us he got crackers so got with it. it. Yeah, history without I've been sick a long time, if yeah. this is the case. Go ahead, Cheryl. So anyway, they're banning hot dogs and processed meats to improve the climate. 
Now how? I, <laughs> so if hot dogs killing the climate, you know what it did to us if we ate this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. New York City will be the first city uh, in the U.S. to eliminate processed meats. Mayor Bill de Blasio approved an ambitious $14 billion Green New Deal on Monday, April 22nd, to combat climate change. The plan will cut purchases of red meat by 50% in its city-controlled facilities, such as hospitals, schools, and correctional facilities. The new commitment builds off of the Meatless Mondays campaign that was adopted by all New York City schools in 2017. The mayor said that livestock farming produces 20 to 50 percent of greenhouse emissions. So now, hashtag Meatless Mondays are in full effect. More fruits and vegetables. What do you think, Steve? Well, wow. I mean, you know. That's crazy. It does help you the more food, fruits and vegetables you add to yeah. your diet. Yeah. It just mm-hmm. helps you because meat doesn't have fiber. Fruits and vegetables have fiber. Mm-hmm. Fiber is really good for your digestive tract. It helps it along great. If you don't have an adequate amount of that, you're, go, you're going to suffer with uh, digestive problems. Meat mm-hmm. is more difficult to process. So I think it's a good thing. You know, you can't force it on everybody, but I do think it's a good thing. Well, I'll say this, Steve. I agree it is a good thing maybe mm-hmm. to, to eliminate some meat in your diet. But then a lot of times they cook the vegetables till they're beyond dead. I mean, until the, no they have no nutritional value whatsoever. Well, isn't it the same thing when you cook a steak and they say you cook it well done? Isn't it like completely? Yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, you know, if you're going to eat fruits and vegetables, yeah. You got you you to cook this, them differently, I think. The city of New York would not have a hot dog steak. That don't make no sense, Carl. I know. Carl, that that's don't make no sense. I, I, I wish a Philadelphia better not to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just. Oh, the uh, Philly steak. Ooh, the cheese steaks, yeah. I think it's. Going to be a little tough to enforce, but, well, out on the streets you can do it. Mm-hmm. But there's so many other things they have out there. Chicken, uh, euros, yeah. you know, yeah, beef bad. products, you know, but. But uh, we lived in L.A. You're, talking about, you're taking a lot of jobs when you kill yeah, a hot dogs. I was dog just getting ready to say That's that. That's a lot what of jobs right there. people that sell the hot dogs, yeah. Those vendors or yeah. street mm-hmm. vendors. I guess the they, vendors. They, they Well, they years ago, if you saw how they stored them hot dogs, I haven't eaten a hot dog off the street in New York. I can't even tell you when. Because you know, I saw that special about how they stored all that food underground. Uh-huh. And yeah, when I, I saw all them rats down there. Woo! Just oh, eat. Man. I'm out. Well, you know, I grew up in Chicago, Steve, so Polish uh, sausages are real big. Did he just pass by my hot dog? <laughs> in Chicago with all the yes. onions. I, I haven't eaten one of those since I was a small child. I just but... had a Polish boy uh-huh. three weeks ago. Oh, they used to be so good. So though. good, especially from the west side and that greasy Yes, bench. girl. Yes, 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 yes. Where you go in Chicago after the club club? Well, we used to oh. go to um, Goose Island. Right. And, Hell uh, yeah. Yeah. Jewish town, sh- though, right? Yeah, to get the shrimp. Uh, Maxwell Street, they call it now. Okay. Maxwell okay. Street. The shrimp yeah. look like your whole thumb. Yes, Steve. <laughs> from the base <laughs> all the way to the tip top. That's the shrimp. <laughs> But it was mostly batter, though. Man. It was it mostly batter. Real. You're right. It was they used mostly to batter. Hot dogs too, though. But I used to get the frog legs out of there. Mm. The thought of a frog, I can't eat it. Really, the thought of chitlins. I mean, let's. Get I don't going. eat chitlins. You have before. When I was little, I mean, I didn't saying. know any better. It's, it's yeah. Frog. <laughs> it ain't the WB frog, Shirley. We talking about <laughs> Kermit. It's not Kermit, right? Yeah. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. But mm-hmm. everybody says they taste like chicken. Yeah. What does? Frog legs. Frog legs. Not really, I, but okay. 
had them a couple of times in New Orleans. Uh-huh. And okay. They're okay. I'm you know, in New Orleans, you're supposed to be able to eat anything. It don't matter. Just eat Baby, it. I, I tell you, you what. <laughs> I tell you what. I what? had frog legs in Paris when we were in Paris. Really? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, I had rabbit and frog legs. I ordered double dish. Really? I had rabbit and at the at the hotel that y'all came over, I was staying there. Oh yeah. Eat over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've never Last eaten summer. Rabbit yes. Either. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm. And how was that? No. Uh it wasn't rabbit. frog I was expecting. There was a little bit of uh, uh parish frog. Like a tadpole. Tadpole. These must be no jumping ass. I was I was eating with my front teeth. That was it. I'm out. I'm out. How was the rabbit? Oh, the rabbit was pretty good. I've never had rabbit either. What else? You had um, gator? You had gator dog? Oh, hell yeah. Plenty yeah. yeah. gator. Wow, ho. Oh, like oh, a boar? Yeah. A boar? Yeah. 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 I seen a frat brother whoop a... Whoop, whoop. Oh, people don't eat I know, squirrels. See, no, people don't eat squirrels, do they? What? 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 Oh, what? must be out your mind, Shirley. Squirrel, big biz. Yeah, Cheryl, I, squirrel stew. What? I've never... I, oh. uh, uh, nah, I, I have not I had lived. that, Shirley. I haven't and lived. And his cousin, too. Who was that? Raccoon. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, raccoon. What about... I know what I was going to ask you. What about uh, opossum? Oh, what? absolutely. Yeah. Had You've had that? Oh. I've never had possum. I've never oh, had man, you go to country. Possum, groundhog, woodchuck, gopher. I can't do possum. Gopher? I've never had that. I don't know about that. Raccoon. Right. Possum look like a red mat. He just look like... He just look a like red a mat. <laughs> you mean a mad rat? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As fascinating as all of this is, we got to go and uh, coming up more fun with the nephew and run that prank back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, Houston hip-hop artist Bun B stands his ground against a home invader. And the coach who faked Lori Laughlin's daughter's athletic profile pleads guilty. But right now, the nephew Uh-oh. in the building. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's in the building to run that prank back. What Why you is got that for taking so long? Why are we waiting on that so long? Yeah, you know, they got to build and get their case. Justin R. Kelly, they was immediate. Why is this taking so long? <laughs> R. Kelly ain't happened yet. Yeah. Not yet. Just wait. <laughs> right. <laughs> what you got now? PSC, prostate chucker. Huh? Anybody need it? Uh, it's a new business I, I got. Prostate well, chucker. Carla doesn't have one. She's a woman. But I check you anyway. Uh, Prostate chucker. Run it, cat. Thank you. <laughs> Hello. Hello. I'm trying to reach a, uh, a Roger. This is Roger. Hi, my name is Greg. I'm a PSC. Uh, I got you on my schedule. I'm supposed to come by your house tomorrow morning at about 7:15. I just want to give you a call and uh, give you a heads up and let you know we will be there about 7:15. From my understanding, you go to work you at. Uh, oh, you say you're who? I'm a PSC, sir. I'll be okay. there. I'll be there tomorrow. I got you on my schedule uh, for Monday morning, and I'll be there uh, at least about 7:15. From my understanding, you go to work at 7:30, and uh, my procedure's only going to take a couple minutes. But I wanted to What's just kind of give a friendly call and let you know that I will be by there tomorrow morning. What's a PSC? PFC? What you say? A PSC? PSC, sir. PSC. I will be there tomorrow. I've been in business uh, probably for the last, uh, I guess, about 13, 14 years now. What is PSC specialist? What you do? Oh, you're not. I'm sorry. You're not familiar. 
Now, how you got me on the schedule? I ain't signed up for nothing. Oh, I got you on my list here. I don't know who put you on here, but you, it's been paid for and everything for me to come by and, and do my job. And like I said, it only take me a couple minutes, and I'll have you on your way. How do you uh, get my number? Say, say again? How did you get my phone number? Sir, everything I have, I got I got 20 stops tomorrow, and I got you scheduled as uh as my uh, as my first stop tomorrow morning. I don't know. I got your phone number. I do have your address. Are you at Drive? Yeah, that's my address, but I'm not scheduled for nobody to come to my house in the morning. I got to go to work in the morning. I'm not going to be here. Right, right. My understanding, well, you, from my understanding, you pull out about 7.30, and I'm going to get there at 7.15. Like I said, my, the, the, you know, the procedure only takes about two, three minutes, and, and well, I'll be on my way. who told you about every, all my information? You know, when I leave home and everything, who is this? Like I say, my name is Greg. I'm a, I'm a PSC, and I'll be there. Okay, you said that already. I, you'll, you'll see me tomorrow. I'm sorry. I, I just wanted to give you a friendly call here on Sunday and let you know that I'll be there uh, I'll be there about 7.15, and we'll get you taken care of, and then I'll let you get on your way to work. You still ain't telling me what I'm supposed to, what you're supposed to be doing. Sir, a PSC is PSC. I'm a prostate checker. And what I'll be doing is coming in and checking your prostate tomorrow. Oh, hell no. Nah. You ain't coming in to check my prostate. I get my prostate checked by my doctor. Who Who was you talking about coming to check my prostate? Not at my house you ain't coming to check my Sir, prostate. You, I, and, and you know what? I get this all the time. I get a lot of people that, that are in denial, a lot of men that, that, that claim that they've, Man, they've got it. my prostate is fine. I really? had my prostate checked just the beginning of this year, man. You don't need to come to my eye checking my prostate. Sir, a lot of people, a lot of men are in denial saying that they got it checked, and they got it, and a lot of times we find out they haven't. And, and and there has to be a reason. If I got you on my list and it's paid, somebody has paid $125 for me to come by there and check it. Well, you should be happy you paid $125. It's the less job you have to do then because you're not coming to check my prostate. Sir, I'm going to check it. Now, I'm going to be by there tomorrow, and I'm, at 7.15 I'm putting my rubber glove on, with a little bit of jail on it, and I am going to check your prostate, and then I'll let you get on to work. Well, I tell you what, that rubber glove ain't going nowhere near me, homeboy. I tell you what, you bring your on over to my eyes if you want to. It ain't going to be pretty, and it ain't going to be nice with you in your rubber glove. Sir, Somebody sir. might have stick a rubber glove up your when I'm done with you. Don't be coming about my eyes talking about checking my prostate. Sir, sir, do you realize that this is the leading cause to black men? Do you realize man, that? I understand that, man. All right, but they you got ain't four, to my house three, and check three my out of prostate, five black man. men. Three out of five black men are lost every year man, because of prostate this, cancer. So you ought to be very grateful that someone is sending me by there to check it and make sure you're okay. I'm grateful that I can pay for a doctor that I go to every, every uh, once a year, man. You don't have to come to my house talking about sticking no rubber glove up me, man. What's wrong with you? Sir, sir, I'm not going to sit here and go back and forth with you. My job is to give you a friendly call and let you know that I'm coming. All right? Yeah, now, tomorrow morning, listen, I don't want to hear any more of it. Tomorrow morning, I'm there at 715, and you're going to get your prostate checked whether you like it or not. Well, you bring your on by here, then. I shall be here. You bring your bad Thank you bad enough to come over here and check my prostate. You bring your on. I'm going to check on. it. So you just be ready at 715 that you're going to get your prostate checked. Yeah, I'll be here. I'll let you go on the work. Case closed. You come on over here if you want to. You know my address and all my what time I go to work and everything. You you bring your bad on over here if you want to. I don't care if I got to come over there, sir, and hold you down and check your prostate. I'm coming to check your prostate at 715 tomorrow morning. Well, I tell you what, you bring your bad on over here, you you think you know who I am, what I need over here. You come on over here and you do what you got to do. I'm going to be you over there tomorrow morning. You you you're going to be checking something else besides me. You're going to be checking your own. You bring your on over here if you want to. See if I don't get you up out of here. Don't be coming to my house with that. Baby.
Somebody on my phone talking about I need a prostate check or something. Somebody on my phone talking about I need a prostate or something. You bring your, I'll tell you what, I'll be here when you get here. You bring your over here. I will be here tomorrow at 715 in the morning with my glove on. You might walk your over here. You might be wheeled away from this. You bring your if you want to. I'm going to have my glove on tomorrow, and I'm going to be checking your prostate at 715 in the morning. You want to talking about checking the prostate. You're going to be checking your own Friday, cause I'm telling you what, I got something for your. You come over here. You bring your bad. You think you bad enough to come over here and check something over here? You come on with it. I got one come more on thing I need to say to you. Are you listening? Then what the hell you got to say to me now? You told me it's nothing. What the you got to tell me now? Are you listening to me? Just bring your on over here. You gonna be here? I'm gonna be over there, but I got one more thing I wanna say. Are you yeah. listening? What you got to say to me, man? This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your homeboy. Who? <laughs> Who are you? Who you say you was again? <laughs> hey, man, this is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, man. Your homeboy got me to prank phone call you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is Chris Johnson, Chris, but Steve Harvey, man. <laughs> hey, Tommy, boy, man. <laughs> you all right, Roger? Boy, y'all about to make me go out. I wonder who the hell gonna come out uh, of somebody how to do a prostate check, man, on a regular basis like that, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so got me, man. I, I'm gonna get him back, boy. I, I can't believe he do me like that. I'm gonna go over there and check his prostate. He, I don't even think he get his checked on a regular. I wanna have somebody come check mine. <laughs> hey, man, I got one more thing to ask you, man. What is? What is the baddest? I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land. Steve Harvey Morning Show, man. <laughs> Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, <laughs> uh, Junior? <laughs> huh? I ain't got to say, you ain't checking, man. That's all I got. I, I swear you're not going over here. <laughs> what that if it is. would save your life, Junior? Not, not time. <laughs> Prostate checker. There it is. What? What are we waiting on? <laughs> All right, coming up at the top of the hour. Thank you, nephew. Entertainment news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In today's entertainment news, guys, Houston rapper, wait till you hear this story. Bun B stood his ground against a home invader who tried to steal his wife's luxury car. Uh, the crook knocked on Bun B's door on Tuesday night. His wife, Queenie, opened it, thinking it might be a package. And instead of a delivery guy, she found a guy with a gun on the other side of the door demanding valuables. She said he could take the Audi in the garage. Bun B was upstairs and and heard the entire thing unfold. He grabbed his gun and confronted the thief as he was getting into the car. The two traded shots, and the bad guy dropped his gun and ran away. Damn. Yeah. Go on, boy. Go ahead, Bon. Yeah, on, I mean, it, it was tricky, but, you know, he was pr- protecting his home, right, Steve? I yeah, mean, I mean, yeah. you can't say nothing but about But they caught him, I mean. though. Yeah. They caught him, too? Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he was still running. But anyway, a few hours later, when someone showed up at an area hospital to be treated for a gunshot wound in the shoulder, uh, cops came to book him for two counts of aggravated robbery with a weapon and one count burglary. So Bomb B hit was. him twice. Yeah. Oh, wow. go wow, ahead. Wow. But yeah. you went to the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> they got the yeah. Just, 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 just too serious now. 
It's too serious. Yeah. Well, and you yeah. know they have to report well, gunshot. Yeah, you get shot least. in the shoulder, you yeah. got to go to the hospital. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That ain't no ride it out. Mm-hmm. Nah, that yeah. ain't in the leg, partner. But he was, Bun B was protecting his home and his wife. And, uh, yeah, that's what I'm talking about, yeah. Bun. But you yeah. know, but that's what, what you, you know get, though. Yeah. Texas boys. That's what you get. You go in somebody's house with a gun, thinking yeah. you're going to do one thing. You might, you know. Yeah. How dare you? I know. Uh, hmm. And in other entertainment news, guys, the former University of Southern California USC coach who uh, created bogus athletic profiles for students, including including Lori Laughlin's uh, daughter, Olivia Jade. Well, he's agreed to plead guilty in that massive college admission scandal. Laura Janke, the ex-assistant women's soccer coach at the school, has also agreed to testify. This is all according to BuzzFeed News. Ms. Janke was allegedly paid to make a crew team profile for Olivia Jade, as well as several other students. Ms. Jenke faces up to 20 years in prison for her part in the scandal. Lori Laughlin and her husband uh, have pleaded not guilty in the case. Meanwhile, Bob Saget, who starred with um, Lori on Full House when she was on Becky, addressed the scandal in an interview with People, uh, People Now. Saget said, it's personal, and that's where I'm keeping it. There are 30 years of love there. More than that, so that's all I got, mm. you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, which is I mean, understandable. Wait, the coach, yeah, the coach pleaded guilty, but she pleaded not guilty. Yeah. That's, that's a problem, yeah. isn't it? Mm-hmm. Well, that's going to be you know, an issue. They think, they think that mm-hmm. fighting it is the best way to go. Mm-hmm. And um, you're all out wrong. Though. They they may <laughs> just use them to prove a point. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and I'm not sure. Like, I thought, didn't one of the other ones say, you know, they going to play it guilty? And... Yeah, Felicity Huffman, yes. yeah. Yes, yeah. she did. Yeah. She already did. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And so they haven't sentenced her. No, uh, I haven't heard I don't of think it. so, no. Not yet, so, Steve, yeah. Yeah, she might get, they say in the rumor out there, she might get like four months, four months prison to, time or mm-hmm. something like that. See, this other lady need there. to go and take that. But then I don't yeah. know, because I thought Jesse should have, uh, took a deal of some kind. But mm-hmm. then it kind of looks like he did because they took his $10,000 bail and they had some type of reports that he was supposed to do some type of... But Jesse's crime wasn't this. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about even when they dropped it, they took his bail money and they tried yeah. to get oh, some type of... Oh, it's 10 grand, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. All right, Steve, time for our headlines. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Good morning, everybody. Yes, this is Ann Tripp with the news. Well, it's official. Former Vice President Joe Biden has officially announced his 2020 presidential campaign, and he did it via online video. Everything that has made America, America is at stake. That's why today I'm announcing my candidacy for president of the United States. Folks, America is an idea. An idea that's stronger than any army, bigger than any ocean, more powerful than any dictator or tyrant. It gives hope to the most desperate people on earth. It guarantees that everyone is treated with dignity and gives hate no safe harbor. Well, given his high profile and experience in U.S. politics, Biden pretty much enters the race as a frontrunner with the largest firefighters union already saying that they're going to formally endorse him and they promise to invest heavily in his campaign. Meanwhile, the current White House occupant, occupant reportedly thinking about declaring executive privilege in order to block a subpoena by the House Judiciary Committee to have former White House counsel Don McGahn testify before it. Needless to say, the president's very unhappy because he says he thought all questions about him and his administration ended 
ended with the Mueller report. The subpoena is ridiculous. We have been, I have been the most transparent president and administration in the history of our country by far. And I thought after two years, we'd be finished with it. No, now the House goes and starts subpoenaing. They want to know every deal I've ever done. Well, Don McGahn featured prominently in the section of the Mueller report that dealt with obstruction of justice. And Trump's told reporters that his administration is going to resist all post-Mueller report subpoenas and that he's also not ready to, return over his ta- to turn over his tax returns or business financial records to the Congress. So there. Federal prosecutors are leveling new accusations against a Coast Guard lieutenant, listen to this, who's charged with stockpiling weapons and drawing up a hit list of prominent figures. They say this guy, Christopher Hassan, searched the Internet for addresses of two Supreme Court justices and that he used a racial slur to, quote, search for the best gun to kill black people. The 49-year-old Hassel already faces weapons and drug charges. He was arrested at Coast Guard headquarters in Washington. He's scheduled to appear in court later today. So sad. In Texas, a 13-year-old African-American girl slipped into a coma and died yesterday after she was jumped and beaten up by two classmates, one of whom allegedly kicked her in the head, according to her mom. Kashala Francis died yesterday morning at Texas Children's Hospital. A spokesperson for the Houston Police Department says the incident being investigated as a homicide pending an autopsy. More Americans reportedly receiving tax returns this year than more receiving tax refunds rather than last year. But in most cases, the refunds are smaller. Today is National Sleep Awareness Day. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Trending stories about Wendy Williams. Well, uh, Chris Brown has responded to Wendy Williams' shady comments about his upcoming tour. He and Nicki Minaj are going on tour. Uh, Wendy implied that both artists were notorious for being late, and uh, she joked that whoever showed up first would go on first. Chris Brown clapped back. He was like, okay, Wendy, I don't show up late, though. Uh, I do, however, uh, show the hell out. Uh, Appreciate the publicity. When you're broken, you live in the shade. Just know I saw the compliment in between the demons. Thanks, boo. Damn. <laughs> Damn. That was a read. Yeah. How you like me now? That was a read. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I didn't understand that. I did. <laughs> that was not explained. Yeah. Hell of a clap back. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, she said that they were both uh they were both late. So whoever would show up first would go on first. Okay. So they're they're uh appearing Chris to, Brown and Nicki. Yeah, Chris Brown and Nicki Minaj. Okay. They're going on tour together. So then Chris Brown clapped back. He said, okay, Wendy, I don't show up late, though. I do, however, show the hell out. Whenever, when I do get there, you're going to see a show, in other words, Steve. Yeah. Uh, he, he told Wendy that he appreciated the publicity, in other words, you know, because she was talking about the, mm-hmm. the fact that she talked about him. That was publicity. Yeah. Right, you gave us some PR. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, and, and I believe this was to her. When you're broken, you live in the shade. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, Van Jones? Thank yeah, also Steve, also, Steve, uh, Van Jones clapped back at Wendy, too. Uh, t- take a listen to this when she mentioned Van Jones' divorce while he was a guest on her show. It's a breakthrough for the Jones family yes. because Van and his wife, but they are getting a divorce. The divorce is not finalized. You still wear your ring? You got something on your hand, too, so I ain't talking about No, this is not. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. We, we talk about Jeremy. <laughs> Excuse me. This side of the couch is for the asking of the question. <laughs> so you right go down. too far. She was digging, you go too she? damn far sometimes. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, coming up at 34 after Sound the hour. Like a prank to me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> coming up at 34. How you doing that? Damn far sometimes. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. Coming up at 34 after the hour, trending national news. White supremacists executed for killing a black man by dragging him behind a truck. We all remember this heartbreaking story from 20 years ago. Uh, we'll talk about it right Wait after a minute. this. That was 20 years yeah. ago? Yes. 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 Bird. Yes. 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 sir. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. White supremacist John William King was executed by lethal injection on Wednesday. This was more than 20 years after he killed James Byrd Jr. in a horrifying, horrifying hate crime. King was one of three white men convicted of murdering Mr. Byrd, a black man, on June 7th, back in 1998 in Jasper, Texas, or right near Jasper, Texas. Uh, Mr. James Byrd was a 49-year-old father of three. He was abducted. He was beaten. He was chained to the back of the pickup truck and then dragged down a country road. John William King, Mm. 44, orchestrated the attack. The other killers were Lawrence Russell Brewer, who was executed in September 2011, and Sean Allen Berry, who is serving a lifetime in prison, a life sentence. Uh, The Supreme Court refused a last-day appeal from King. Two of the victims, uh, Mr. Bird's sister and niece, witnessed the execution. I remember this story. This is a horrifying story right here. I mean, really horrible. Go ahead, you know, Texas. You know, I'm not. Texas don't uh, play now. No. You know, I'm not really a mm-hmm. proponent of the death penalty. Mm-hmm. But because my thing with the death penalty is, and not this certainly wasn't the case, but it's so many people mm-hmm. on death row who are innocent. Yeah, but they get yeah. it wrong a lot of the And time. so they get it wrong so many times. And uh, I think there has to be something done, man, when the state gets it wrong and these people give up 15, 22 years of their life and they're, oh, we saw it, we let you out. Yeah. Man, you got to have some type of payment. Right. 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 Because you got to get a job. You got to, yeah, you got to, yeah, build your life. Rebuild your life. But in this Mm. case, it was justified, more than justified. Yeah. Oh, man. And his sister, the victim's sister was there and, and she said it was sad. Yeah, I I bet it was. It was just, it's just a sad situation at the state of the country, what we're in and and, and what's going on and what happened to, you know, her brother. And for her to sit there and witness her brother's killer, you know, be Mm -hmm. executed. That's, Mm -hmm. that's. And and this happened back in 1998. We're We're in 2019 right now. Right. Man, I promise you, I didn't know it was that long ago. Neither did I, Steve. You know, I was thinking really maybe. Mm hmm. 10 at tops. Mm-hmm. No, it's oh, been man. 20 years. June 7th, 1998. Mr. Bird's gruesome slaying led to the Matthew Shepard and James Bird Jr. Hate Crimes Prevention Act, which was signed by President Obama back in 2009. The legislation added crimes motivated by victims' race, color, religion, national origin, gender, sexual orientation, gender identity, and disability to the federal hate crime law. Shepard was an openly gay college student. He was abducted, fatally beaten, and tied to a fence in Wyoming the same year, but in the month of October, October 1998. Mm. You know, that just, that still troubles me. Yeah. That a person, just because they who they are, and you have the audacity to not like a person because of who they are. They, you know, this man wasn't trying to, 
make you be black. This young man wasn't trying to make you be gay. They was just they right. was just being who they were. Yeah. What gives it you just, right? It just sickens me, man, mm-hmm. that so we hate. around so many people who can hate you so much because you being you that they want to do something to you, you know. And because you're different from them, you know, because of the color of your skin or your sexual orientation. Man. Um, yep. Wow. Yep. Yep, yep, Steve. It's um it, it's really terrible. I mean, it really is. And uh, and some of these things are still going on today, yeah. which makes yes. it even more sad, you know, and horrific. It just does. You know, in Charlottesville, you know, when yeah. the president said there are good people on both sides. You have yeah. to denounce hate. Yeah. You, you, you can't say things like that. Well, you know, he, he doesn't get it. Oh, he I've given it. up on thinking this president is going to get the... Um, Gravity. Yeah, of his position. The sheer weight that it has and it calls for. I've given up on hope for that. He's oh, yeah. not. He's not presidential. He's not ever going to be. Yeah, he is. He's who not he that is. guy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All right, guys. It is time to switch gears. Nephew Tommy, in the building. Yeah. With the yeah. prank. Yeah, you're right here. I'm right I know. Here. I know. Prank phone call coming up right after this. Mm-hmm. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, guys. Right about four minutes after. It's my strawberry letter for today. Subject: He's got multiple women. And babies. Hmm. But right now, the nephew is in the building with today's prank phone call. What, what do you have, nephew? They move, Big Mama! <laughs> I mean, I'm not laughing because of that, of course. They move, Big Mama! Ronnie Cat, they moved, <laughs> Big Mama. Yes, they did. a sermon. They moved. <laughs> they moved, Big Mama. Here it is. Crazy. Cleaning service. I'm trying to. Can I speak to the owner of the company? This is he. Is, is this Robert? You, the owner is Robert. Is this Robert? Y- yes, sir. This is. This is Mr. Robert. How can I help you? My name is Carruthers. Y'all, y'all clean. Y'all clean my uh my my house last week. Uh, okay. <laughs> and when y'all move the furniture to clean the carpet, somebody. Somebody moved my grandmother off the coffee table, and she's not in there no more. Hold, 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 hold on one second for me, sir. Do you know what, what day did we clean your house on, sir? Last Wednesday, y'all cleaned my you house. You said we came to your house on Wednesday of last week. What, what's your address, sir? Big Mama! Is, 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 okay, is Big Mama! Okay? Big Mama! Oh, sir? Hello? You said your name is Carruthers, and we came to your house on Wednesday. If you don't mind, can I have your address, please? Yo. Big Mama! Big Mama! Okay, Mr. Carruthers, listen. If 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 we if your grandmother... Now, was your grandmother laying on the carpet? I mean, my guys don't move people, sir. Uh, we would not have... Would my, not have grandma, my grandma... She was on the... She was on the coffee table. Her... Her urn was on the coffee table. Oh, my okay. grandmother passed. Oh. Bethany laid. Oh. Y'all and somebody moved her, and now the vase is still there, but the ashes. Is... Okay, okay, okay. I'm sorry. So you're saying that you're. Oh, Big Mama, Big Mama. Oh, Mr. Mr. Grubb, I am so sorry. 
I just lost my grandmother not too long ago, sir. I, I know how you feel. I, now, 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 listen, my guys would not have knocked over a, a vase or something like that, or they would have told me if they uh, knocked over something. Are you sure that it was my cleaning service? Yeah, I ain't have. No, nobody had no two different carpet cleaning services to come by in the same week, man. Y'all the only ones came by there. Y'all the ones that did it. Y'all the ones moved my grandmama, and now my grandmama gone. Mr. Carruthers, I'm sorry about that, but if you would give me your address, I can confirm that that actually was my cousin that came by you. I'm, I apologize, sir. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. Big mama. Oh, big mama. Big mama. Oh, I'm so sorry, sir. Now, if can you please just give me your address, sir? Let me let me pull some information up in my system, and we can we can straighten all this out. Uh, hold on for one second, please. Baby, do, do me a favor. Go and ask Wayne and Robert Jr. to come in here for a second. They had to be the ones cleaning that man carpet on last week. Hold on a second. Somebody knocked over his grandma earned. Now you know. Big Mama! <laughs> come in here now. Big Mama been there. She been on that coffee table for Sir, 10 years. She been on that coffee table for 10 years. And now y'all, y'all done Mr. Carruthers, I'm sorry. I'm I'm trying to find out if... if, if you know what? <laughs> when I get myself together, uh-huh. I'm going to come down there and I'm going to kick some <laughs> at that damn place of yours. You hear me? Mr. Carruthers, now, now listen. I'm going to do everything that I can to help you, but now don't... don't uh, You're not going to threaten me on this phone. I'm going to you, you move my grandmama and I'm going to move your now. You hear me? I'm a, I promise you, I'm going to tell everybody not to use this damn carpet cleaning service because y'all don't know what the hell y'all no, 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 no. Hold, hold, hold the hell on. Now, li- listen. Now, now uh, it, it took me a long time to get my services together, sir. We do a real good job. Now, you're not going to threaten me. Y'all I'm move sure. people's grandmama. That's what y'all do. You move people's grandmama. <laughs> we... Sir, we have never had this kind of incident. As a matter of fact, we haven't had any incidents at all. So I'm going to do everything that I can. I'm sorry about your grandmother, sir. We're going to get everything squared away for you. I'm going to get an ad in the newspaper and tell everybody not to use this damn service. I promise you that. I done told you once. Now, you're not going to threaten me about my damn company no more. You understand me? Oh. You're not going to put no ad in no newspaper, and you're not going to sit there and tell me what you're going to do. I done called my sons in here. I done called my nephew in here. They're the only ones that clean that goddamn on carpet. Now, I'm going to find out what happened, but you're not going to threaten my company. You understand? This is how I make my living. Now, I don't know how you make your living, but this is how I make my living. You don't living. make your living by moving people's grandmamas, man. You move my grandmama. My grandmama ain't on the coffee table no more. Sir, sir, it's, I'm sorry that your grandma was not on your coffee table no more. Look, I'll try to find out what happened. We're going to get this fixed for you, but you got to work with me. Wait, 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 I'm coming down there right now to do damn office and start kicking some <laughs> Have your boys there and have <laughs> there too. Now, you, you, oh, you're going to come down here. Come on, bring your Come on down here right now. I'm not scared of you, man. You look, I'm trying to help you, and you want to go off on me like that, bro? I don't give a Matter of fact, come on down here right now. You won't give me even your address. I don't even know where you are. I don't even know if we can go out. I promise you, I'm whooping your boys and your If y'all done move my grandma, you move my grandmother, man. Let me tell you something, bro. Mr. Carruthers, don't threaten me and don't threaten me about my boy. Now, that's my son. I don't take that too lightly. I will come personally to your house right now, beat your and then come back and clean your house for free. Do you understand me? Don't you threaten my children and don't you threaten me. Let me get off my damn phone. I got one more thing I want to tell you, man. Is you listening? What is it, man? This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your wife, dog. 
Say play up. Say man. Ethel. Ethel, don't um I just don't worry about it. That that, that wasn't that wasn't nobody. That's just Tommy Man, you ain't right, dog. You ain't right. You called me Tommy. <laughs> Now you got my sons in the looking like like nothing did something. I'm gonna go bust them inside their head, man. You won't tell me what you gonna do with my cousin, man. You know how long it's been since so I had my cousin started, man. You wrong for that, Tommy. Oh god, you wrong, man. Hey man, Robert, I got one more thing to ask you, man. What is what is the baddest, and I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land? Steve Harvey Morning Show player, man. I listen to y'all every morning, man. Y'all every morning. Look here. Why don't you tell Dr. Steve, man, y'all need to put a carpet cleaning award over there in the hoodie awards, man. Carpet, uh, we need a carpet cleaning. Uh, you mean a carpet cleaning in a category? Carpet cleaning category, man. Y'all need to go and put one in, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> Everybody okay? Yeah, we're fine. Are you Is okay? Is everybody Okay. <laughs> You don't you don't have any kind of fear when you walk out the door. They moving, mama! You got to get some bodyguards, Tommy. Huh? <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. You do not move, Big Mama. But what you do is you get your tickets for May 2nd through the 4th in Virginia Beach Comedy Club. Let's not run over that. Let's go back through that with a fine tooth comb. It's Virginia Beach Comedy Club. May 2nd through the 4th. That is one on Thursday. Two on Friday and two on Saturday. Saturday is gone. Friday is almost gone. Thursday is just about gone. There are just a few. Okay, I'll buy. Yeah. Amen. All right. I'll, I'll buy. So tell them Amen. where it's at. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Virginia Beach. <laughs> Comedy Club. All right. All right. Amen. Let everybody say amen. Amen. Amen, amen again. Amen. amen. All right. Thank you, nephew. <laughs> mm. Oh, Jesus. Uh, up next, uh, today's strawberry letter. Uh, the subject, he's got multiple women and babies. We'll get into that oh, no. right after this. That's, That's what I said. Right? I've <laughs> seen this before. Now. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And listen, if you need advice on relationships, on dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air just like we're going to read this one today. Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. I don't know what that was for, but okay. Oh, man, I can be so sexy. Extra. Y'all don't never let me be. Because what, Steve? He think he's sexy. <laughs> Strawberry letter. And Austin already told you, turtles are not sexy. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> shut up. Strawberry letter. All right, subject. Uh, he, he, he's got multiple women and babies. Wow. All right, uh, dear Stephen Shirley, my best friend and I met five years ago, and we had a lot of mutual friends. I had just gotten a divorce, and she was there to console me through the hard times. My friend's husband is a known cheater in our small city, but my friends act. My friend acts as if they have a perfect marriage. I've heard that he cheats with multiple women, and he does it out in the open. In January, I got a chance to see him cheating with my own eyes. 
I was out to dinner with friends, and I saw my friend's husband having dinner with a female. When the two of them left the restaurant, they left in his car. This didn't sit well with me, so I called my friend and told her what I saw and the name of the lady I saw her husband with. My friend told me that it couldn't have been her husband because he was at home with her. Right after that, her husband called me and told me I was a single and bitter liar. My friend told me that she believed her husband and she stopped talking to me for three months. Then, out of the blue, I got a call from her and she said she forgives me for lying on her husband and she was happy to announce that she was pregnant. I said congratulations and I was so disgusted that I got off the phone quickly. You see, while she was not talking to me, I ran into the lady that was on the date with her husband and she too is pregnant by this man. She knows he's married and a cheater, but she's happy about having a baby with him. I hate that my friend's life is being put in danger because he's having unprotected sex with various women. I love my friend and I feel the need to let her know. Or should I just mind my business this time around and let her live? Please help. Uh, okay, did you not learn anything from the first time you got in their business? Let these people live. Stay out of these people's stuff, okay? She doesn't believe you. She doesn't want to hear it. You know she stopped talking to you for a whole three months when you told her about it the first time. Plus, she already knows what her husband is doing and, she, and has been doing. Okay, remember, you've only known her for five years, okay? You might think you're being a friend by snitching on her husband and all that, but don't you know that some people would just rather live in a fantasy world and, you know, think that they have this perfect marriage and everything is unicorns and rainbows and all of that? They don't want to hear the truth. And that's your friend. She does not want to hear the truth. So again, leave them alone. She will end up hating you and she will end up blaming you and your friendship will be over, okay? Your job is to be the shoulder to lean on when she needs you. Because with all this going on in the letter, his girlfriend is pregnant and his wife is pregnant, all of that, trust me, she'll be calling you pretty soon. Steve? <sighs> Boy, I'm tired. <laughs> of listening to all this This man. damn letter right yeah. here. He's got multiple women and babies. Multiple women and babies. Mm. Now, you got this friend. Y'all friend, got mutual friends. You got divorced. She consoled you through some hard times. Now, you say that your friend's husband is a known cheater in our small city. Mm-hmm. I don't know how big a city we're talking about, but this sounds like one of them everybody know everybody because your friend acted like they got this perfect marriage. Now, we're going to get back to this small city. I have heard that he cheats with multiple women, and he does it out in the open. But then in January, she got a chance to see it for her own eyes. This woman that wrote the letter was at dinner with some friends, and you saw her friend's husband having dinner with a female. When the two of them left the restaurant, they left in his car, and this didn't sit well with me. So what did you do? You do what a lot of women do. You got in there. Mm -hmm. So you went on, and you called your friend and told her what you saw with your own eyes. Girl. And the name of the lady that I saw her husband with. Now, this small town. Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> we know everybody. Yeah. Everybody know everybody. Now, yeah. she not only know the lady, she know the lady whole damn name. Uh-huh. <laughs> this was that night. She didn't go check on it. This was that night. Irma Jean Wilson. <laughs> That's her name, Steve. Is who the hell he was with. <laughs> now, here where it get interesting. Right after you told her what you had just saw, your friend told you that it couldn't have been her husband. Because he was at home with her. Mm. Now, I think your friend is lying for him. Just flat out lying. Because if you, I don't know how long it was. Let me see if I see. So I called my friend and told her what I saw. Said, I don't know if you was on your cell phone. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you waited till you got home. I don't know what you did. But somehow he got this crazy woman he married to thinking he was dead a whole damn time. <laughs> so it couldn't have been because he was home with her. Mm-hmm. Right after that, her husband called me. Now, here where it get good. How her husband get your number? How small is this town y'all in? Y'all stay in the same apartment? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> and then your husband, here her husband called you and told me you were single and a bitter liar. Woo. My friend told me she believed her husband, and she, te- she quit talking to me for three months. Okay, you need to break off this friendship now. She crazy. Mm. Mm. Then out the blue. Now, this one crazy people. Don't call me, stop talking to me. Then out the blue, I got a call from her. And she said she forgives me for lying on her husband. When your ass wasn't lying, though. <laughs> oh, this just She's crazy. Deluded. And she was happy to announce that she was pregnant. Woohoo! Did I miss something? Hey girl. <laughs> How are you? Missed right. you. Hold that thought, Steve. Uh, we'll have I'm part, pregnant. We'll have part two of Steve's <laughs> response coming up at 23 after the hour. Subject of today's Strawberry Letter. He's got multiple women. Guess who, baby? And babies. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into it right after this. Uh-uh, guess again. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, let's recap today's Strawberry Letter, Steve, and... Uh, Woo. The subject is he's got multiple women and babies. Lord. <sighs> <laughs> it does make you tired. It does. The woman says she's got this beautiful friendship with this girl. Helped her through her divorce. Uh, she pretends to have a perfect marriage, but she's dating a cheater. Everybody know it in this small town. She been hearing rumors, but finally she saw it for herself, saw her husband out. Saw this woman's husband out having dinner with another woman who she knew exactly who the woman was. Called a girlfriend and told her, I just saw your man having dinner with a girl. She told her, can't be. <laughs> he no here. Right here at this can't house be. with me. Whoa. Now you sitting up in here like you'd have lost your rabbit mind because you know good and hell well. You just saw him stop having dinner and drove off in his car together. Right. This is crazy. So now this woman tell you it wasn't him. Uh-huh. Because he was at home with that. Then her husband called you on where he got your damn number from. <laughs> Told me you was a single and a bit of liar. Wow. Then you got another call from her. 
She said she believed her husband. She forgives her. And she talk, stopped talking to me for three months. Mm-hmm. Okay, now I say you let the friendship go, but then out the blue, you got a call from her. She told you, now this is a crazy person now. Yes. The, the crazy person that stopped talking to you for three months. Then out the blue calls you. And tells you she forgives you <laughs> for lying on her husband when you know good and hell well what you saw. <laughs> and she was happy to announce, I'm pregnant. Wow. Mm. Mm. Wow. I said, congratulations, uh-huh. and damn near threw up. <laughs> I got crazy. off the phone quickly. Because, see, while she was not talking to me, I ran into the lady that was on a date with her husband because this is a small-ass town. And everybody go to that restaurant anyway. Uh, right. And ran up into the lady, and uh, her husband that she was with said, she too is pregnant by this man. And she know he married and a cheetah, but she happy having a baby with him. That is... Who is these people in, in this, this town? Golly. <laughs> the cheetah never gets credit on her. Now, here where she go. Wait, okay. I hate that my friend's life is being put in danger because he's having unprotected sex and with various women. That's, that's a good point right there. It is. Okay. I love my friend, and I feel the need to let her know. Nope. You in a small town. You should mind your damn business and let her live. Because what you think going to happen when you go in there and tell her this other woman pregnant? You think she going to believe that? She going to go right back to her husband. She going to talk to you this time for the duration of the pregnancy. Right. (laughs) At least now you got a chance of being God mommy or something. Man, just stay (laughs) out of it. But She going to show up at your baby shower pregnant. Y'all going to be splitting gifts. They're going to be splitting gifts. You, you got the car the seat, di- I get the bassinet. But, Steve, really? What? How is this man able to get away with this? Early. Sometimes. Go ahead. Sometimes the cheetah wins. Let him have it. I asked Steve. I just want the okay. record to show. <laughs> Not your ignorant behind. Well, sometimes I asked Steve. Everybody mad when the cheetah wins. Why is that? <laughs> If you think this cheetah winning, <laughs> you stupid. That's why I asked you. Well, he believe that cheetah two winning. Two women pregnant at the same time. Huh? Do you finna take an L, homie? I forgive you for lying on my husband, and guess what? I'm pregnant. Well, I got new. I'd have broke her heart right then. Uh-huh. What would you have said? Go ahead, tell me, Shirley, what she said. <laughs> Oh, the uh, yeah, tell me how you forgive me. Now, well, you talking to me, I'm your okay. girlfriend. Hey, girl, I just thought I'd call. You know what? I know it's been a long time since it we has. talked. What's what? So, yeah. what do I owe this pleasure? Well, girl, I you know, I've just been thinking, I you know, I've got About some what? good news. Really? Um, yes, yes, I just wanted to say, first of all, I forgive you. For lying on my baby. I what? forgive you. You know, you probably didn't really see what you saw. Told you he was here with me. I but didn't I, see what I saw. But don't forget, don't don't worry about that. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, uh, baby, baby yeah. girl. Baby girl. I ain't see what I saw. Okay, go ahead. No, because he was home with me, remember? Oh, 
Yeah. Oh, oh okay. Uh-huh. So you forgive me for telling you what I saw? I, I forgive you okay. because you had you were okay. lying because he was home with me the the whole okay, time, I'm lying. girl. Okay, go ahead. Go uh-huh. ahead. I'm lying. But girl, I got some good uh-huh. news. You ready? You ready? For what? You ready, <laughs> girl? I got some good news. Girl, uh-huh. guess what? You know, me and my husband, we're so happy, girl. We're what? so happy together. What? We're so happy. What? Girl, I'm pregnant. I know, I know, I know. I couldn't believe it either, girl. Work it, son. I know you. I know, I know. You don't have to say anything. Oh, I know, well, girl. I want to though. What? Oh, no. You don't have to say anything. I know you're no, happy I for me. No, I feel like. Oh, I'm girl. I'm thrilled to you because oh, you know thank what? Thank you, girl. Thank you. You know, cause you know I don't have any children. Uh huh. And what I always wanted with twins. Uh huh. And what? girl, your husband, he finna have twins. Uh uh-uh, uh, I'm just having one. I keep telling you that now. No, no, you we just got back the... our friendship back together now. Oh, this friendship ain't finna last. You know the girl I told you he was having dinner with. Yeah, Irma Jean Wilson. Uh huh. Uh-huh. You know the night you said he was at home with you. Uh huh. Yeah, he was. Well, he was with her early that night. Both y'all pregnant at the same time. He couldn't <gasps> have twins. Congratulations. Oh, Lord. He fertile. Uh, that's what you got out of it. He fertile. <laughs> the end. All right, look. Uh, <laughs> if you need advice, um, you know what you can do. If you have thoughts on this letter, uh, go to Steve Harvey FM. And don't forget to check out our Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Coming up in 10 minutes, our girl from the talk, the one and only Cheryl Underwood, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, here we go. Coming up this October. Yes. Mm-hmm. October 10th through the 14th. Woohoo! Yeah. Say yeah, that. There is an event called the Sand and Soul Festival. Yes, come on, so come on, come on. It's in a location uh-huh. in the DR. What? Yes. Mm-hmm. Dominican Republic. Yes. Punta Cana. Punta Cana. Punta exact. <laughs> yes. Location Exactamendo Hard Rock Hotel. You better speak yeah. Spanish up in Gracias, here. Everything is so included. Yes. yes. <laughs> Free food, free liquor, free credits, gift shop. Did I say more free food? Yes, yes. Room service. Delicious, Carla. Room service. Restaurant. Delicious. I'm going to have that pizza with y'all this time. Yes, it's off the chain. Yes, Lord. Yes. Yes. It ain't going to be all that good for me because I'm going to eat it gluten free. That's going to kill it, but I'll try it anyway. Anyway, saying the soul, y'all, is happening this October 10th through the 14th. We have some rooms left. Please come and join us. You will have the time of your life, am I right, ladies? That's right. Over 1,000 rooms, Steve, have already sold. This event will sell out. It's going to sell out. So listen, reserve your room now. Go to steveharveysandandsoul.com, okay? We want to see you there. We have so much fun. I mean, really. What you don't you, want. You saw the pictures. Yeah, yeah, you yeah saw I saw me. some pictures. You I was pictures. It was some fine people there. Yes. Excuse me. What oh, you're yeah. not going to do is just say <laughs> October 10th through the 14th. Carla Farrell, Marjorie Harvey's birthday weekend. <laughs> yeah, Sand yeah, like yeah. Happy birthday, Carla. <laughs> do that thing. Sand and Soul 2019. We going to be I'm going to send it out we so hard for my girl. <laughs> yes, we got fun. 
right. All right, steveharveysandandsoul.com, or you can call 800-684-2825. We want to see you there October 10th through the 14th in Punta Cana, Dominican Republic. Thank you. See you. <laughs> see you there. All right, Steve. It is time now as we transition. Introduce that girl from the talk. The Cheryl one Underwood. What's happening, Steve Harvey? Steve Harvey Morning Show. Steve Harvey Families. Hey, girl. Cheryl. 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 Man, listen, it's about to be on and popping. Why? Joe Biden say, yes. what's up, son? I'm in a race. <laughs> Listen to me. It's about to be good. It's going to be old white man against old white man. It's going down, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they ain't got enough defibrillators for this fight. <laughs> this is going to be good. It ain't enough Budweiser in the nation for this fight right here. I'm so happy right now. Yeah. It's on yeah. and popping. Listen, everybody... First of all, the Democrats, they just need to stop talking. Because some yes, of this, everybody know they hustling. Everybody know they hustling. Mm, okay. Mm, Bernie Sanders mm. say, uh, if you in jail, even for a heinous crime. Now, you know you lost all the white people when you said the Boston Marathon bomber can vote. Yeah. You know, they oh, made yeah, that commercial yeah, yeah. right then. Yeah. Don't do that. Stop handing them the vote. See, I know how Republicans act. It used to be Willie Horton. Remember they had the Willie Horton yeah. stuff? That's how they did Dukakis. They did Dukakis. Mm-hmm. They did a, a, the thing where the boy got out, he he killed some people, and they blamed that on Dukakis. Mm-hmm. Stop handing it to him. And then the Democrats need to get in the room, and then y'all need to figure out how we going to beat this dude yes. together. Now, yes. now, some of y'all ain't going to get elected. Some of y'all need to say, well, I just need to be in the cabinet. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Because uh, Elizabeth Warren, uh-oh. You're not going to be able to go get money on, from sure. rich people to pay for education. I'm just going to say that right now. Uh-oh. I just got the wealth. You can't get all the money from Uh-oh. me. Listen, yeah, she, she needs to, to be Secretary them. of Education, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. stop doing that because that ain't going to work. That ain't going to work. And then all the other people, Buddhists, you need to deal with gentrification Buddha and judge. everything else that's going Buddha on. Who? Is that what is that? Buddha judge. Buddhists. What is Buddha-led? That's right. What's his name? But sure. Buddha judge. What? Cheryl. What's the what's the hobby? Why am I listening to them talking about if you how they gonna pay for all these kids' education? Is they yes. gonna take more taxes from everybody making over fifty million? Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. <laughs> that's right. That, and that's and that's see, not the way can, to do it. Man, you can't keep punishing these people for doing better. That's right. It has to be that's another right. way. You can't punish people who who are trying to be successful, who hire people. That's right. That's that's exactly right. That's exactly right. You can't punish me for achieving. But And all these people care about education so much, I ain't heard nobody talk about why people, these new gentrified people, seem to think Howard University is a dog park. See, ain't nobody talking about that at wow. all. Where they walk their dog mm-hmm. up to Howard University and let the dog defecate on the land of Howard University, and then the dude what? in the video say, why don't you move to school? Damn that. See, wow. everybody's going to the outskirts. They going to the outskirts. They going to the talking points. Why don't you get real? Why don't you talk about how somebody driving in a car, do what the police say, they still get shot. Yeah. We don't care what color the police is. Why don't you deal with that? Don't go to the platitudes. Go to the plausible and the real. And I want to tell Joe Biden, don't try to change yourself 
for nobody. Right. Be what we need to get you elected. Then I need you to pick Kamala Harris as your vice president. Come on now. now. People say, you ain't supporting Kamala. Listen, I need a winning team. I need her to be trained, and then I need her to be ready. Then we keep the White House. We're going to do what we need to do. Kamala, don't get mad at me, girl. I'm, I'm just saying, I think, you know, white man, white man, I think Joe Biden got the best shot. <laughs> say it again, say it again, sure. White man, white what? I think, I think white man, white man, sure. I think uh, Joe Biden got yeah, the best sure. shot to beat Trump's. I sure. do. Sorry, did I go too far, Carla? Did I go too far? <laughs> yes, you did. All right, Cheryl, thank you. We got to get out I'm of sorry. here. Coming up at the top <laughs> of the hour, it is Carla's reality update right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Get ready, get ready. She is here, the one and only Carla Farrell with what? Reality update. All right, thank you, nephew. Here we go. <gasps> What? Episode three oh. of The Real Housewives oh, of Atlanta. Lord. Episode Junior. three. Carla, yes, Carla. <laughs> what is going on? Udo don't The Avengers don't have this many episodes. Okay. okay. I thought we was at the reunion. Yeah, we, we are. are. But, but episode are. three. Reunion yeah. number three, though? Yeah. Part three. This is the this final. It's a whole season of reunion, ain't it? <laughs> right, mm-hmm. right, Tommy. The conclusion. All right, so recap of the bi-wig party and closet gate. So remember when Portia and Candy wanted to go into Nene's closet and Nene pulled the cameraman's shirt to stop him from going into her closet? Right. Well, what we didn't see was that the cameraman had to go to the hospital after all that. He had scratches. His tooth got chipped. And then Nene, she's watching the clip. You know how in the reunion show they show mm-hmm. uh, the scenes from the season. So she's watching the clip. And after that, she said, well, the one thing I regretted was that I was cursing so much. The man went to the hospital. <laughs> and he had a chipped tooth. And you he said, we got an old weak-ass cameraman <laughs> on there. <laughs> You regretted profanity? That's what you regretted <laughs> doing. J- do it for me, Junior. No. 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 <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly. I'm like, what in the world, Nene? And she was mad at Andy for even bringing it up. And then finally, well, you guys, Cynthia and Nene, they have ended their friendship. You it's know, over. Nene. No. Yeah, come on, Junior. Come on. <laughs> and Cynthia seemed to be just fine with it. She was, like, tired yes. of it. Yeah. Yeah, she said, that, you know, she's just tired. It's exhausting being yeah. Nene's friend. Nene felt betrayed by Cynthia because Cynthia didn't tell Nene that Kenya was coming to her cocktail drink launch party. And then Cynthia and Candy, they were... It was a scene where Candy was mic'd and she was saying, hey, I'm being mic'd. And Cynthia was trying to say, I just want to make sure that we're on the same page and we're Mm going to say, you know, the same thing to Nene about agreeing that Cynthia really did not know if Kenya was going to come to the party. She invited her to the party, but she never confirmed that she was going to actually be there. And And Andy said what bothered him was that Cynthia whispered in her boyfriend's right. ear, and Steve, you know Mike Hill, she whispered in his ear at the party that she was supposed to act like she didn't know that Kenya was coming to the party. Right. Cynthia just basically said, it doesn't matter what it looked like on camera or the editing or anything like that. It may have looked like betrayal, but that's not what it was. Mm-hmm. So they're not friends anymore, and that's that. It's over. So- it's a wrap. 
It's a wrap. It's a wrap. Don't fool with you, Over no a whisper. Whisper. Reality TV breaks up more friendships, friendships than marriage. Friendships and relationships. Yeah. Yeah. You can't yeah. have nothing on them shows. Yeah. No, it's horrible. And those they've been through a lot, Cynthia and Nene. Yeah. And so here we are again. And uh, Cynthia seems truly hurt mm-hmm. by the friendship. She was very loyal to Nene. And for Nene to end it like that... So abruptly on a misunderstanding, it's Cynthia saying it's a misunderstanding, miscommunication. I don't know. That's just just a little rough. Yes, I think that Cynthia should have told Nene, yeah, your girl might stop by. Little heads she up. Little I, heads I agree up. with that. I, I definitely yeah. agree yeah, with I'm that. Yeah, I'm not mad at Nene's yeah. point on that. You could have mm-hmm. told me that your girl might stop by. So, But I don't think that's a reason to end the friendship. So that's that. We will wait till next season for that. So let's go to, we talked about being Mary Jane yesterday. Oh, yeah. But let's talk about, and that was great, you know, Mary mm-hmm. Jane at the end of the day. She's a mom, and she married Michael Ely, just in character, and that was the series finale of mm-hmm. that show. I she married Dwayne Wade. <laughs> Gabrielle He's Union so is married to Dwayne Wade. Mary Jane Paul is married to Justin, played well, by I'm Michael mad. Ely. I'm mad. Carly, you explained it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm and really finally, upset. before we go run out of time, <laughs> Game of Thrones. We all love the show here on the Give Steve it to Harvey me. Morning what? Show. I am going to pass it to my partner in crime, Mr. Steve Harvey. Come on, Can you Steve. update uh, us? Hell we are. Welcome <laughs> to the Game of Thrones review, better known as Got. <laughs> got it. Yeah, we, we got it. That's right. <laughs> As we pass in, into it and we're preparing for episode number three, let us review. Episode number one was nothing. It did absolutely nothing, nothing. to wait an entire offseason to get caught up. No one cares about the setup. Damn okay. the setup. Let's get on with the killing. Where is them damn white walkers? Oh, they're there. Uh, I've noticed that it has began to snow in Winterfell. Yes. Uh Uh-oh. The Lannisters and uh, Uh Jon Snow. and The Greyjoys and the Starks. Some things have been discovered that Jon Snow is now the heir to the Golden Throne. Yes, he's a true so yes. now he found out his mama wasn't his mama and his daddy wasn't his daddy. And he got these two other people and he thought they were their aunts. Well, damn it, that's your He got aunt. royalty, baby. And your uncle, that ain't your uncle, that's your damn daddy. If this don't sound like a black family, you tell me. Then on God, little man God. running around trying to organize Carry everybody, on. keep everything straight, he's struggling. The dude with the one hand is gold and Jamie. the uh, fingers that don't move how he think we don't Jamie. know that's a fake hand. <laughs> you ain't never seen him scratch his head with that damn thing. Now <laughs> <laughs> he's standing here and he's about to get his whole uh, house ran out of town and hung possibly. And out of nowhere, the queen of Game of Thrones, the biggest game on the throne, cool. Big Hogger, steps forward and presses her legitimacy upon the golden hand boy and legitimizes him with uh, authority and says that I vouch for him. Mm. He's a good man. So the lady dragon, which was going to put him out there in front of them dragons and let him fry his ass, decided not to fry him. Don't cook him yet. Little man came over there and predicted that someone else would be wearing the hand 
Probably the dude that got all his Johnson and stuff them cut off years ago, the bald head dude. Yeah. Oh, that dude. Theon Greyjoy. No, no, that's Theon. Theon Greyjoy. No, that ain't Theon Greyjoy. That's the little dude that ain't got no pride. The one that don't have no pride. Oh, you're talking about the the eunuch. Yeah. The eunuch. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Now, that ain't the little one, the pretty boy. This the old one. Yeah, right. Yeah, we know what you're talking about. Yeah. And so as we approach the end of this break, that brings us up to where we need to episode three. Yeah. Uh-huh. And let's be looking. Oh, by the way, in episode two, the little boy looking girl and took her clothes off and still looked like a boy. <laughs> Hurry up. <laughs> oh, we'll be back with more of this ignorant show right after this. You're stupid. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Carla girl, what you got? Okay, first of all, we got to tell everybody, reality update, everything. Make sure you follow me at Lips by Carla on social media. We'll talk about it. What you think about Steve's got <laughs> reality update? <laughs> all of that. Spot Real on. Housewives of Atlanta, right, at Lips by Carla. And I have to give a shout-out and congratulations. Steve, Shirley, Tommy, mm-hmm. Sh- Shirley, everybody, we have to say congratulations to our girl in Chicago. She's the Senior Vice President of Communications at our home station in Chicago at V103. Congratulations to Angela Ingram. It is Angela Ingram Day in Chicago. Angela Ingram. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Angela. Angela, give us some love. I love that. Yes, yes, yes. So congratulations to my friend, Angela Ingram. It's your day today, girl. We go way back. So that's it. Shout out to Chicago. All about you, Angela. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right. Now, speaking of Chicago, Steve, check this out. This is a social media post from our Steve Harvey FM and V103 Chicago. It's from Mocha Blue, the poetic one. Now, this comment was about your closing remarks yesterday about your friend, Cedric the Entertainer. Mocha Blue goes on to say, this man gave a tribute to his friend, longtime and fellow comedian, the one and only Cedric the Entertainer today, meaning yesterday, on his birthday. Happy birthday. By the way, the tribute that he gave was so moving, he spoke on their long friendship, his integrity, and gift of comedy, among other compliments. It is so rare to see people lifted up like this nowadays, and this was very refreshing, and you could feel the love, respect, loyalty, and sincerity in his words. I think he missed his calling, Steve Harvey. This as a motivational speaker. He mentions God often and uh, credits God with his success. He always speaks positively to people, uh, positivity to people. I admire that, and I don't give a darn what anyone says. Uh, With that being said, thank you for the inspiration this morning and many other mornings. May God bless you and the host of uh, hilarious folks you are surrounded by that make the Steve Harvey Morning Show what it is. Wow. Hmm. Hashtag wow. strawberry letter love at Loyola, Loyola University, Chicago. Wow. That was nice. That was yeah. really that was nice, so Stephen. Nice. It was so nice what you yeah. said to, about good, Cedric man. yesterday. That was mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. My birthday, May 18th. Let's see what he say, May 18th. Oh, I, I, oh, it's going to be big. I, I, it's going to be huge. Oh, it's, it better yeah. be a eulogy. Yeah. Not a eulogy. I'm sorry. No. Not a eulogy. It better, a tribute. Yeah, a tribute. Uh-huh. Why I say no. eulogy? I say eulogy. <laughs> he going to stop the whole show. Because <laughs> you was think, well, I ain't going to say uh-uh. Don't you say nothing. But that was nice, though, Steve. Friendship, loyalty, all those things. Me and this brother, man, wow. Just been together at some critical times for both of us. 
but especially for me, man, because I, I needed him because I, I needed a friend on that show. I ain't really know that much about Hollywood. But then when we toured, man, we just bonded. You know, we was just brothers, man, just like all of us. So it was it was good deal. I enjoyed that. I'm glad people appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, the remarks, yeah. man. Yeah. That's yeah. what we're all about. Mm-hmm. Love, friendship, relationships, loyalty, mm-hmm. respect. Mm-hmm. All of that. Mm-hmm. Those are all good things. Good character. Friends and family. That's characteristics. All you got. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Steve. Uh, we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, here we go. Coming up this October. Yes. Mm-hmm. October 10th through the 14th. Woohoo! Yeah. Say yeah, that. There is an event called the Sand and Soul Festival. Come yes, on, so come nice. on, come on. It's in a location uh-huh. in the DR. What? Yes. Mm-hmm. Dominican Republic. Yes. Punta Cana. Punta Cana. Yes. Right. <laughs> location Exactamendo Hard Rock Hotel. You better speak yeah. Spanish up in here. Gracias. Everything <laughs> is so included. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> free food, si, free liquor, yeah, free credits, si, gift shop. Yes, it's off the chain. Yes, too, Lord, man. yes. I'm just gonna kill it, but I tried anyway. Uh-huh. Anyway, saying yeah. the soul, y'all, is happening this October 10th through the 14th. We have some rooms left. Please come and join us. You will have the time of your life. Am I right, ladies? That's right. Over 1,000 rooms, Steve, have already sold. This event will sell out. It's going to sell out. So listen, reserve your room now. Go to steveharveysandandsoul.com. Okay? We want to see you there. We have so much fun. I mean, really. What you don't you, want. You saw me. the pictures. Yeah, yeah, you saw, I saw some pictures. I was, pictures. It was some fine people there. Yes. Excuse me. What oh, you're yeah. not going to do is just say <laughs> October 10th through the 14th. Carla Farrell, Marjorie Harvey's birthday weekend. <laughs> yeah, say yeah, like yeah. Happy birthday, Carla. <laughs> do that thing. Sand and Soul 2019. We're going to be cute. I'm going to send it out so hard for my girl. <laughs> yes, we got fun. All right, SteveHarveySandAndSoul.com, or you can call 800-684-2825. We want to see you there October 10th through the 14th in Punta Cana, Dominican Republic. Thank you. See (laughs) See you there. All right, Steve, wait till you hear this story. Houston rapper Bun B stood his ground against a home invader who tried to steal his wife's luxury car. Uh, The crook knocked on Bun B's door on Tuesday night. His wife, Queenie, opened it, thinking it might be a package. And instead of a delivery guy, she found a guy with a gun on the other side of the door demanding valuables. She said he could take the Audi in the garage. Bun B was upstairs and heard the entire thing unfold he grabbed his gun and confronted the thief as he was getting into the car the two traded shots and the bad guy dropped his gun and ran away yeah yeah go Go ahead bun yeah i mean it it was tricky but you know he was protecting his home right steve yeah i mean you can't say nothing but they caught him though yeah they caught him too oh good yeah yeah yeah. because he was still running But anyway, a few hours later, when someone showed up at an area hospital to be treated for a gunshot wound in the shoulder, uh, cops came to book him for two counts of aggravated robbery with a weapon and one count burglary. So Bomb B hit him twice. Yeah. Wow. Go ahead. But you went to the hospital. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Just just, just too serious now. 
It's too serious. Yeah. Well, and you yeah. know they have to report well, gunshot wounds. Yeah, you get Every shot in the shoulder, yeah. you got to go to the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. That ain't no ride it out. Mm-hmm. No, that yeah. ain't in the leg, partner. Bun B was protecting his home and his wife. And, uh, yeah, that's what I'm talking about, yeah. Bun. But you yeah. know, but that's what, what you, you know get, though. Yeah. Texas boys. That's what you get. You go in somebody's house with a gun, thinking yeah. you're going to do one thing. You might, you know. Yeah, I know. All right, Steve, we'll come back with our last break of the day and some closing remarks from you right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Here we are, last break of the day, guys. It's been a pretty fun, crazy, crazy, <laughs> ignorant day on this crazy, ignorant show. <laughs> a lot of fun today. But, Steve, now it's time to uh, get a little serious and so we can learn well, ourselves you know, something. I got a uh, closing remarks today. Mm-hmm. Today, I want to talk to you about something. I was talking with Kira about it, and he sent me something. And I thought this would be good because... Uh, this is more of a spiritual uh, piece of motivation for you. Because I'm talking to people right now who believe that there is a God. I'm talking to people who believe in God. If you're an atheist and all that, I ain't talking to you. Nobody, you can just turn off right now because I'm pretty sure you won't get this. But if you're a person who knows God, but you ain't really that close to him. Or you know him and you believe in him. But, you know, I mean, look, just maybe you ain't been down to church in a while. Maybe you ain't been around no spiritual people in a while. This is who I'm talking to. I'm talking to myself today. I'm talking to myself about a subject that I need to remind myself of all the time. And I want to remind you of this, too. Listen to me. Don't allow God's promises to fall on deaf ears because he talking to you. See, this is a real one, y'all. Don't allow God's promises to fall on deaf ears because he talking to you. See, all of God's promises are for each and every one of us. He's talking to us. Don't get fooled and faked out here in life that God done forgot about you, that God don't recognize your voice, that God don't see what you're going through, that God ain't got no feelings for you. That's a trick of the devil. God loves you, man. He created you. God has a space for you in his heart, but you got to call on him. You know how many times he just showed up on your behalf without you calling? Imagine what would happen if you had a relationship with him. Because all of you know that no matter how bad your life has been, don't you know it could have been worse? I talk to inmates all the time to say, man, I'm just so grateful that I'm sitting here because I could have been dead. I know people in prison who have said to me, man, if I hadn't come to prison, I would be dead. I know people, man, who just barely escaped going to prison. If it wasn't for just something that happened, I would have been locked up today. Don't you know that was him? Who else was it? You think somebody put a call in that saved you? Who put a call in that stopped you from getting in that car, little Steve Harvey? When you were sitting on them steps broke and your boys came by to do this robbery 
and told you all you had to do was drive. All I had to do was go get in the car and they was going to give me 1500 That's all I had to do. I went in there to get my coat. My partner met me on the porch and said, hey, man, this ain't what you do. You're going to be somebody, Harv. I don't know what you're going to be, but you're different from us. Let us go on down there. If I get something, I'll give you a little something on it, man. But don't get in this car with us because this ain't what you do. You know who that was? That was God saving me. That was God administering some grace to me. That was God, man, who spared me. Two of them dudes that went down there, they still in prison. I'm on the radio. I'm trying to tell you. Go back, take inventory of your life. You can find somewhere that God has done something for you without you asking. Now, suppose you had a relationship with you. So what I'm going to tell you real quickly is don't allow God's promises to fall on deaf ears because he's talking to you. When God promised to come to give you life and give you life more abundantly, he's talking about you. That's, that's a promise of his. He's talking about you. When he says that you, that you have not because you ask not, he was talking to everybody. Most people don't have what they want in life because they ain't never asked God for it. It's one of the most important scriptures out there. You have not because you ask not. Why don't you ask him? You keep trying to figure your life out? Why don't you ask him? Trying to figure out the next move? Why don't you ask him? You want a better car, better home, better job, better family? Have you asked him for it? When he said he would lead you beside the still waters, he was talking about you. These is promises he keep making to us. Don't let them fall on deaf ears because he talking to you. He said he'd be there for you in times of trouble. Who you think he was talking to? He was talking to you. In his word, he said he would never forsake you. Who you talking? Who you think he talking? He was talking to you. That means he'll never leave you. He'll never leave you, man. But we leave him all the time, then wonder where he at. We left him back over there. He said in his word that he's a healer. He talking about you. Don't let these promises fall on deaf ears because he talking to you. He promised that he would make a way out of no way. He talking to you. How this little boy on this radio with this stuttering problem, the one that flunked out of school, the one that's on his third marriage, the one that lost everything he ever owned twice, the one that lived in a car for three years, how he on the radio today and all over the TV? Because God will make a way out of no way. That's a promise he made. Don't let it fall on deaf ears because he talking to you. That he would give you the desires of your heart. He talking to you. He wasn't just talking to me. That he would never leave you. He talking to you. These are promises he made. That he would protect you from your enemies. That's Isaiah 54, 17. Who you think he was talking to? He talking to you. Y'all have yourself a good weekend. He talking to you. Don't let these promises fall empty. Y'all have a great weekend. Hello. Okay. All right. Well, it's Thursday, so we That's For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 